Welcome to Artificial Pulse, the podcast that brings you the latest positive innovations in technology, giving you a glimpse into a brighter future. Our podcast is completely generated by AI, with the goal of giving you the most insightful and up-to-date information on advancements in technology. Please note that while we aim for accuracy, there may be some unintentional inaccuracies or repetitions, and we recommend referring to our show notes to find links to the sources of all of the information summarized here. And here's our update for today, Thursday, June 1, 2023. OpenAI is developing a new method to combat AI hallucinations, where AI models fabricate information. The company plans to reward AI models for each correct step of reasoning, instead of just rewarding a correct final conclusion, an approach called process supervision. This could make the models more capable of solving challenging reasoning problems and encourage them to follow a human-like chain of thought, making them more explainable. OpenAI has released an accompanying dataset of 800,000 human labels to train the model used in the research. However, some experts are cautious about the research, as it has not been peer-reviewed or reviewed in another format and believe it is more of a preliminary observation. Concerns remain about how effective this approach will be in the real world, especially when AI systems are used for misinformation and incorrect results. Nonetheless, OpenAI hopes that this strategy will help build aligned artificial general intelligence, a GI, by detecting and mitigating the logical mistakes or hallucinations that occur during multi-step reasoning. Continuing with the latest in AI news, Roll AI is a new video creation and collaboration platform for iOS and web that uses generative AI models to simulate professional camera equipment effects on iPhone footage. The service allows users to add text overlay effects and simulate side panning, dolly, and crane camera movements in post-production, and apply various studio effects like bokeh. Roll captures metadata from audio and video recordings that the Roll editor later uses to reframe hosts and create scene changes based on any on-screen conversations. The platform consists of an iOS app that records video and automatically uploads footage to the cloud for processing, and a web-based app for previewing, editing, and downloading the recorded footage. Videos recorded on the platform are said to be sharper than anything on the market for iPhone capture because they are recorded in high-efficiency video coding, HEVC, which provides substantially higher video quality at the same bit rate. Multicam mode allows users to simulate multiple camera angles using a single device. The FX effects can only be applied to footage shot in multicam mode. In other news related to AI, Lightmatter, a photonic computing startup, has raised $154 million in new funding to develop a hardware-software solution for the AI computation market. The company's chips use optical flow to perform computational processes like matrix vector products, which is at the heart of AI work and currently performed by GPUs and TPUs using traditional silicon gates and transistors. However, this method is limited by the density and speed for a given wattage or size and produces a lot of waste heat. Lightmatter's approach uses microscopic optical waveguides to allow light to perform logic operations just by passing through them, making it faster and more efficient. The company's software also integrates seamlessly with PyTorch and TensorFlow, enabling machine learning developers to adapt quickly. By using multiple colors at once, virtual chips can increase the amount of computation done on the array. The company's hardware-software combo is expected to help the industry level up and save electricity while addressing the massive challenges of AI scalability faced by the biggest companies in the world. As we continue to highlight inspiring tech innovations, we ask you to please consider becoming a supporter through Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash artificial pulse. By becoming a supporter, you can contribute to our mission of providing updates on the latest positive innovations in technology. Also, in each episode, we'll mention the names of each of our supporters to thank them for their support. 
In addition, higher tier supporters can have a short advertisement played in each episode of Artificial Pulse. Once again, thanks for listening and please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash artificial pulse. Continuing on the topic of AI, the Italian government has announced plans to launch a 150 million euro fund to support AI startups as part of its strategic program for artificial intelligence. The fund is backed by development bank Casa Depositi e Prestiti, CDP, and aims to increase the independence of the Italian industry and cultivate national capacity in the sector. While not providing specific details on the amount to be made available, government sources confirmed that the figure being discussed in Rome was in the vicinity of 150 million euros. Italy is also looking to set up its own ad hoc task force to update the strategy of the sector, which is evolving at a rapid pace. The strategic program outlines 24 policies the government will implement over the next three years, including promotion of STEM subjects, increasing the number of doctorates to attract international researchers, creating data infrastructure for public administration, and specific support for startups working in GovTech and looking to solve critical problems in the public sector. In other AI news, Hiro, a company that offers plug-and-play AI assistance for enterprises, has raised $20 million in its latest funding round led by Macquarie Capital. The company plans to use the funds to hire across departments and expand its offering for conversational and generative AI-driven call centers, websites, or mobile applications. Hiro's key differentiator is its ability to provide fully functional AI assistance built on a prospect's own data during an initial meeting without any coding on their part. The platform automatically scrapes unstructured and structured data and maps it to a knowledge graph with all the different entities and attributes already embedded, made queryable by natural language, through voice or text. Then, using this graph, it generates a conversational AI assistant that can be embedded across channels like websites, mobile apps, call centers, and more. The company claims it can deliver AI assistance in three days with text and chat capabilities. Hiro primarily focuses on the healthcare industry but plans to expand strategic partnerships, integrations, and use cases across other key industries as enterprise interest in AI continues to soar. Continuing with the latest in AI advancements, Swedish software as a service, SIAS, company Storikit has released a new in-browser text-to-video AI creation tool that uses OpenAI's GPT-3 and GPT-4 for script writing, and its own proprietary AI, Cohen for storyboard and video building. The feature allows marketers to automatically generate multiple platforms SEO-ready video campaigns by copying and pasting any text into the web-based AI script creator field, which will then create a new video script from it. Storikit says the tool can convert any text material, even meeting notes or half-mumbled voice notes, into brand-consistent videos with appropriate images and clips selected by the AI. Although Venture Beats test of the tool returned mixed results, Storikit CPO and founder Friedrich Stromberg is confident that users can trust their messaging remains on-brand since the videos are based on their own input. In other news related to AI, Adobe Photoshop's Generative Fill, an AI-powered image synthesis tool, has created a viral trend of expanded album cover artworks on social media. This tool uses an image synthesis model called Adobe Firefly, which has been trained on millions of works of art from Adobe's stock photo catalog to create plausible continuations of original artworks. By expanding the canvas size and selecting generative fill, users can see various possibilities for filling in the space around the original image. The results have ranged from reasonable continuations to more fantastic interpretations, depending on user guidance. While the trend has delighted some social media users, others have raised concerns about technical deficiencies, ethical issues, and the sanctity of art. Nevertheless, generative fill continues to be a visual toy that keeps on giving, allowing users to explore new imaginative possibilities beyond the borders of famous artworks. 
Continuing on the topic of AI, a federal judge in Texas has banned lawyers from submitting documents written by artificial intelligence, AI, unless the output is verified by humans. Judge Brantley Starr also ordered attorneys to file certificates confirming that their submissions were created or checked by people. The requirement applies to all language contained within filings, including quotations, citations, paraphrased assertions, and legal analysis. The judge claimed that AI platforms are not currently suitable for use in legal briefing, citing the technology's proneness to hallucinations and bias. He also suggested that they hold no allegiance to any client, rule of law, laws, or the U.S. Constitution. Starr's order follows a case in which a New York-based lawyer cited six fabricated cases invented by an AI tool that he used to help write court filings. The attorney and his associates are awaiting possible punishments from a judge in the Southern District of New York. Starr's order states that parties who believe an AI platform has the required accuracy and reliability for legal briefing may move for leave and explain why. Now on to our next AI update. Top AI researchers are challenging the prevailing doomer narrative that focuses on existential risks posed by artificial general intelligence, a GI. The narrative is happening to the detriment of a necessary focus on current, measurable AI risks such as bias, misinformation, high-risk applications, and cybersecurity. Many experts argue that AI researchers are not highly concerned about X-risk, which is being treated as the dominant view of this technology in the public discourse. At recent machine learning conferences, X-risk was a fringe topic. Experts warn that normalizing existential AI threats through repetition goes a long way to creating the belief that only scenarios endangering civilization as a whole matter, while ignoring other harms. This puts social pressure on researchers focused on current risks and makes it hard to hold those focused on X-risk accountable. It also plays into issues of regulatory capture, where companies set rules for how AI is governed. Top researchers say they need to draw attention to current AI-related harms and not let the existential risk narrative drown out their voices. Continuing on the topic of AI, Aporia and Databricks have announced a strategic partnership to offer advanced monitoring features for machine learning, ML, models. Aporia's new ML observability platform can be deployed directly on top of Databricks without the need for data duplication, streamlining the monitoring process and allowing for analysis of billions of predictions in real time. The integration maximizes the benefits of existing database investments and supports multiple use cases, including enhancing recommendation systems and improving search ranking algorithms. The platform also provides real-time customizable dashboards and metrics, enabling each ML stakeholder to prioritize their key areas of interest and translate data science metrics into tangible business impact. Aporia's ML observability platform allows organizations to manage all their ML models under a single hub, regardless of deployment, which enhances collaboration, fosters continuous learning, and streamlines model management. The new offering allows monitoring for anomalies such as drift, bias degradation, and data integrity issues and triggers live alerts to popular communication channels, ensuring timely notifications. The platform promotes fair and transparent automated decision-making processes, especially in industries like lending, hiring, and healthcare. By providing flexibility for ML teams to tailor the platform to their specific needs, Aporia aims to make monitoring billions of predictions, visualizing and explaining ML models in production effortless. Continuing on the topic of AI, Alibaba Cloud has launched Tongyi Kianwen, a large language model that can recognize and generate content, as part of its push into artificial intelligence. The company's cloud computing division has integrated the technology into a digital assistant called Tingwu which can analyze multimedia content and generate a text summary from audio and video files. 
The service will be available as a plugin for Google Chrome browser and will feature real-time translation between English and Chinese for multimedia content. Alibaba says it will release additional features for Tongyi Tingwu later this year. The introduction of Alibaba's offering comes at a time when Chinese technology giants are promoting their AI capabilities as a way to accelerate business growth amid a slowing economy and tighter regulation. Moving on to Apple updates, Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference, WWDC, is set to take place on June 5th and will feature a mix of in-person and digital events. One of the most exciting announcements expected at WWDC is Apple's mixed reality headset, which could offer both virtual reality, VR, and augmented reality, AR, experiences. The headset may have two micro OLED screens with 4,000 p each, offering users 4K resolution in each eye. Apple is also rumored to be debuting a new 15-inch MacBook Air. The company has invited an editor from VR-focused outlet Upload VR to the event, and has posted an AR teaser on its website that displays a thin, film-like Apple logo when viewed through an iPhone or iPad camera. While reports suggest that Apple is busy building VR versions of some of its native apps, including Safari, FaceTime, Apple TV, and more, the headset is unlikely to be affordable, with a price tag of around $3,000. Apple may focus on getting developers up to speed with the device in June, but wait until later this year to actually ship it. Now transitioning to innovative construction updates, Dutch architecture firm MVRDV has completed the construction of Matrix 1, a six-story office and laboratory building in Amsterdam Science Park. The building is almost entirely reusable, with everything from doors and windows to ceilings and furniture fully detachable and reusable. Even the floors are made from prefabricated concrete slabs with no fixed connections, they can be unscrewed and removed. MVRDV worked with Dutch startup Madister to create digital IDs for each component, storing information such as weight, dimensions, and material characteristics. The goal is to make these components available for purchase on a second-hand marketplace once the building reaches the end of its useful life or gets renovated. According to MVRDV, 90% of the building's materials can be used again. The rooftop of Matrix 1 is covered with a 1,000-square-dot-m solar array, and lighting and heating are controlled by sensors and via a phone app to reduce energy consumption. This building is part of the push towards circularity to minimize waste and cut down the carbon footprint of buildings and infrastructure. Construction and demolition currently account for a third of all waste generated in the EU, making this sector an important priority for the Dutch government as it transitions to a fully circular economy by 2050. Now transitioning to innovative healthcare news, hospitals are on the cusp of another technological revolution that will transform how healthcare is delivered. Fully autonomous surgical robots equipped with 3D vision and a machine learning algorithm have been developed by Johns Hopkins University, and smart toilets that can monitor and detect disease have been created by smart home company Withings. Virtual reality therapy has proven more effective than standard therapy at reducing agoraphobic symptoms, according to a study published in The Lancet. Researchers from Oxford VR and the University of Oxford developed VR therapy called Game Change, which places patients in simulated environments. 3D printing technology has been used to create a number of medical devices, including a 3D printed ear implant that was implanted into a woman in San Antonio, Texas, and skin bones and mini organs. A team of Australian and Iraqi engineers created a contactless monitor that measures a patient's blood pressure by analyzing video of the patient's forehead. Ambient documentation software DAX Express released by speech recognition company Nuance, generates clinical notes during a patient's appointment. 
Finally, health tech company Hyperfine created a portable MRI scanner called Swoop that is six times cheaper than a full-size machine and takes just 30 seconds to take a brain scan. Intelligent surgical instruments like the eye knife combine an electrosurgical blade with a mass spectrometer to detect diseases such as cancer within seconds. In a recent study, the eye knife achieved an 89% diagnostic accuracy for wound cancer. These technologies are poised to transform healthcare delivery in the near future. And now we move on to innovative technology news. Ubuntu, Linux distribution, may offer a fully containerized Ubuntu desktop for users with its next long-term support release, which is expected to be available in April 2024. The system would be based on Ubuntu's own snap package format, with each component of the system being immutable and isolated, providing better security and stability. This version of Ubuntu would likely be an alternate option, not the primary desktop offered, with DEB-based Ubuntu remaining the mainstream release. Canonical has been steadily improving desktop snaps and experimenting with alternative desktop environment snaps. While there are concerns about disk space usage, loading and performance issues, erratic snap updating behavior and file chooser confusion, a more consistent and less bug-prone Ubuntu desktop is intriguing. It remains to be seen whether desktop users will adopt a fully snap-based Ubuntu desktop. And now moving on to onto innovative transportation news, Bluebird, the iconic American yellow school bus manufacturer, has announced the opening of its electric vehicle, EV, build-up center at its main U.S. manufacturing plant in Fort Valley, Georgia, with the aim of producing up to 5,000 electric buses annually. The company currently produces about four electric buses a day, but hopes to expand this capacity to 20 vehicles a day. Bluebird's electric buses can carry between 77 to 84 students for up to 120 miles on a single charge. The company currently has around 1,000 electric buses in operation. Electrifying school buses is particularly advantageous as they tend to have fixed routes and are not designed for long distances. Charging can be done during the school day when the buses are not required. Funding from the Biden administration is helping school districts purchase electric buses, which will lower greenhouse gas emissions and limit children's exposure to harmful emissions associated with asthma. The transportation sector is responsible for 29% of the country's greenhouse gas emissions for 2021, with the majority coming from light-duty, medium-duty, and heavy-duty vehicles. Now on to our next innovative transportation update, Lucid Group. An electric vehicle, EV, maker, has announced a $3 billion equity offering to raise funds for general corporate purposes, including capital expenditures and working capital. The majority of the fund will come from Saudi Arabia's Public Investment Fund, PIF, which owns about 60.5% of Lucid. $1.8 billion of the total amount will come from a private placement of stock with PIF, while the remainder will be raised through a public offering of new shares. The new funding round is structured to keep PIF stake at the same level. As of March 31st, Lucid had about $3.4 billion in cash and about $700 million in available credit lines. Following the announcement, shares of the company fell more than 6% after hours. Additionally, the company plans to lay off 1,300 workers, 18% of its workforce, as part of a restructuring plan. Now transitioning to Metaverse Updates, Neil Stevenson, co-founder of Lamina One Blockchain Infrastructure Startup, and Ori Inbar, founder of Augmented World Expo, recently held a fireside chat where they discussed the concept of a metaverse. Stevenson, who is known for coining the term metaverse in his 1992 sci-fi novel Snow Crash, explained that the idea for a virtual environment where people can live, work, 
and play has been around for decades, with Habitat being an inspiration for Snow Crash. Stevenson also noted that he wrote Snow Crash as a parody of dystopian novels to make a commentary on the trope. Regarding Lamina 1, Stevenson emphasized the need for XR technology and blockchain infrastructure to create a decentralized open metaverse where creators could get paid for their work. He stated that Lamina 1's mission is to support the people who create experiences in the virtual world. Diving into our next topic about physics, scientists from Ohio University, Argonne National Laboratory, and the University of Illinois Chicago have produced the first X-ray image of a single atom, according to a paper published in Nature. The ability to detect the type of atom and its chemical state will help trace materials down to the ultimate limit of just one atom, which can have a significant impact on environmental and medical sciences. Although atoms can be imaged using scanning probe microscopes, without X-rays, it is impossible to determine what they are made of. The Bohr model of the atom suggests electrons move around the atomic nucleus in circular orbits, but our understanding of the quantum world has since advanced, leading to the development of new models. In the Schrödinger atomic model, electrons do not move around the nucleus in orbits, but instead exist as waves that show up as particles when their position is measured. By making multiple measurements and plotting the positions of the electrons for each one, scientists can produce a ghostly orbit-like cloud pattern that closely resembles what an individual atom looks like. Next up in physics news, gravitational lensing is an effect that occurs when the curvature of spacetime caused by mass affects light from a background source. This effect can cause a shift in apparent position or make a single object appear at multiple points, creating rings and crosses. Gravitational lensing also amplifies light from background objects, making it a useful tool for investigating the universe's earliest galaxies. Albert Einstein's theory of general relativity explains that gravity arises from the curvature of spacetime, causing matter and light to move differently. Gravitational lensing was born from this theory and provides evidence supporting its acceptance in the physics community of the 20th century. The effect of gravitational lensing has been observed by instruments like the James Webb Space Telescope, capturing deep field images showing warped and distorted galaxies. Now transitioning to Rockets News, on May 30th, SpaceX's Dragon Capsule Freedom successfully completed the Axe 2 private astronaut mission and splashed down off the Florida coast. The capsule's re-entry was captured in footage posted on Twitter by various users, showing a bright orange slice carving across the sky as it headed towards the Gulf of Mexico. Freedom hit the water right on schedule and was met by a recovery ship that hauled it back to shore. SpaceX shared photos of the capsule's recovery on Twitter, including one of it floating near its ride home, whose deck was outfitted with green and red lights. The Axe 2 mission carried four people to the International Space Station, commanded by Peggy Whitson and including Saudi Arabia's first astronaut class members Ali Al-Karni and Rihanna Bernali. Axe 2 is the second mission to the ISS carried out by Axiom Space, following the Axe 1 flight in April 2022. SpaceX has plans to send two more Dragons to the orbiting lab, with a robotic cargo mission scheduled for June 3 and the Crew-7 mission flying on the Crew Dragon in Endurance in August. And now we move on to space news. The James Webb Space Telescope has observed a 6,000-mile-long plume of water erupting from Saturn's moon Enceladus. The Cassini mission had originally detected these watery geysers back in 2005 but the information gathered was limited. Now, thanks to the James Webb Telescope, scientists have been able to take another look at the jets and examine their composition. They discovered that the water torrent gushes out of Enceladus at a speed of 79 gallons per second, fast enough to fill an Olympic-sized swimming pool with water in a couple of hours. This discovery has led scientists to wonder what else might be spreading throughout the solar system with this powerful spray. 
Analysis of Cassini data previously found molecules in the Enceladus plume that might be signatures of life, like methane, carbon, oxygen, and phosphorus, leading to speculation that there may be simple forms of extraterrestrial life on this icy moon. However, the web didn't find traces of these molecules during its first look at Enceladus. Despite this, scientists are optimistic that they will be able to detect them in the future with further observations. Continuing our space coverage, the European Space Agency's JUICE mission, which launched towards the Jovian system six weeks ago, has now fully deployed its solar panels, antennas, probes, and booms. The spacecraft aims to study three of Jupiter's icy moons, Europa, Ganymede, and Callisto for signs of potential habitability, as all three could have subsurface oceans of water that could support life. JUICE is equipped with 10 scientific instruments to collect data on the moon's habitability, including radar for icy moons exploration, RIME, antenna for Langmuir probes, and three radio wave instrument antennas of the Radio and Plasma Wave Investigation, or PWI. This week, ESA announced that JUICE has completed its full configuration and is ready to start gathering data to create the first 3D map of the electric fields around Jupiter. However, the spacecraft still needs to wait eight more years before reaching the gas giant system in 2031. Continuing with the latest in space news, the Ingenuity helicopter, which made history by performing the first powered and controlled flight on another planet, is now causing communication problems for NASA scientists. Since its 49th flight in April 2023, a Mars helicopter has been intermittently communicating with engineers, making it difficult to guide the craft around the Martian landscape and coordinate with the Perseverance rover. In addition, the rotorcraft has been struggling with brownouts periods when the chopper slips into low-power mode, making it hard to predict when it will wake up, and a recent radio blackout led the team to believe that the helicopter had died. The team later determined that a Martian ridge was obstructing communications from the helicopter. Despite these challenges, the Ingenuity team managed to get flight instructions to the rover as Perseverance approached it, getting within 262 feet, 80 meters, of the helicopter. However, dust on the solar panels is an ongoing issue, and the team hopes to avoid a similar build-up to what ended the InSight lander mission late last year. Now on to our next space update. Researchers at Kyoto University have confirmed that wood can withstand the harsh conditions of outer space after exposing different woods to the vacuum of space on board the International Space Station for 10 months. The findings have led to the Lignosat Spacewood Project, a collaboration between Kyoto University and Sumitomo Forestry designing a wooden satellite to be launched by the Japanese Space Agency, JAXA, and NASA in 2024. The chosen wood for the project is from magnolia trees, which has high workability, dimensional stability, and overall strength. If successful, wooden satellites could be more environmentally friendly and cheaper to produce than traditional metal alloys, and would completely burn up during atmospheric re-entry. And now with another space story, the NVADER project aims to study hydrothermal vents, which may have been the birthplace of life on Earth. These underwater chimneys could have also sprouted alien life on ocean worlds in our solar system. NVADER uses laser technology to scan rocks for biological diversity and analyze fluids that come out of the vents, enabling faster and more accurate measurements without the need to haul samples across oceans to a laboratory. The project lead is currently validating in VADER's instrumentation on a sea mission over the Pacific Ocean and plans to conduct one year of daily observations near a known hydrothermal vent off the coast of Oregon. Hydrothermal vents are extreme environments where life exists and thrives, and scientists have made incredible discoveries about them over several decades. Understanding these vents could reveal critical knowledge about finding alien life, 
In other space-related news, NASA's Hubble Space Telescope has captured an image of the jellyfish galaxy JW39, a galaxy known for its tentacle-like tails, and located over 900 million light-years away from Earth in the Coma Berenices constellation. The galaxy is impacted by numerous other galaxies that share its cosmic neighborhood, causing it to be subject to ram pressure stripping, which strips the gas and dust within the galaxy and forms the tentacle structures. This process causes galaxies, like JW39, to hit their peak of star formation early on and stop forming stars sooner compared to their isolated counterparts elsewhere in the universe. The space between the galaxies and the cluster is filled with superheated plasma through which the galaxies wade, with the intergalactic gas acting as a headwind that overcomes the galaxy's gravitational influence and strips them of their gas and dust. Such stripping reduces the amounts of gas and dust within galaxies, which leads to a lack of cosmic ingredients required to birth new stars, ultimately leading to the galaxies turning into galactic burnouts. Now transitioning to virtual augmented reality updates, Apple's forthcoming ARVR headset is rumored to provide an immersive sports viewing experience, according to a recent report by Bloomberg. The device will allow users to watch sporting events in an immersive way, which will be one of its main selling points. Apple has already signed deals with Major League Soccer and Major League Baseball for broadcasting games on its Apple TV Plus service. Furthermore, Apple's purchase of NextVR in 2020 could indicate future exploration into adding VR cameras to its productions. While the NBL already streams live VR games through Meta's Horizon Worlds platform, Apple's mixed reality headset could offer unique and more immersive experiences to viewers. Multiview, a similar feature offered by Google's YouTube TV during March Madness, provides a gateway to the possibility of multiple game views on Apple's TV service. Continuing with the latest in virtual augmented reality news, Qualcomm Technologies has announced new features for its Snapdragon Spaces XR developer platform, including Dual Render Fusion, which allows developers to extend their 2D mobile applications into world-scale 3D experiences. Qualcomm hopes that this feature will unlock smartphone-powered AR's full potential by making it accessible to a wider range of developers than ever before. Thousands of developers and brands like Red Bull and Kitsch have embraced the Snapdragon Spaces platform, which is being used in a variety of application categories, including gaming, entertainment, health and fitness, and education. As part of the Snapdragon Metaverse Fund, Qualcomm Ventures has made investments in Servios, Inlight XR, and Tangle among other companies. Oppo, TCL, Ray Neo, and DigiLens have also announced new devices that will support Snapdragon Spaces, joining the Lenovo Think Reality VRX all-in-one VR headset. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Artificial Pulse. We hope you found this exploration of the latest positive innovations in technology to be informative and inspiring. Be sure to tune in again next time as we continue to bring you the most cutting-edge developments and the brightest outlooks for the future.